Here we go, here we go, here we go! Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, Producer Tater. It has been a, uh, you know what? Today's show was interesting. We had a lot of it, like weird stuff happen behind the scenes that hopefully you didn't hear happen. Um, but we had a real fun topic on the air today that I want to start this podcast with because I... It was one of the most fun topics, and honestly, it's been the thing trending on social media now. I'd say for the last two to three days. It started on Twitter. Jenny, you see, you saw it on Facebook. I've seen it on, I've seen it on Instagram. I mean, it's everywhere right now. The question is, name a store that shows your age. And I would have to say, I mentioned these on the air, and you guys were like, "Huh, what?" <laughs> yeah, They're all women's right? stores, but Learner, the Limited. You've heard of the Limited. What is the what is Learner? What? Uh, like a limited. In fact, I think they were owned by the Limited. Okay. Um, similar. Huh. Rave, Deb. I mean, oh, do you I remember, remember any of these? Deb. These are all mall stores. Yeah, mall stores were because it it kind of goes hand in hand because we talked in last week on the podcast about the the death of the shopping mall. Although we've been saying that uh, like they said shopping malls were dead ten years ago, yet here they are. So they're they're still like they're still kicking. They're still there. But they're not what they were. I mean, remember, like, and, and I think about, you know, kids these days, you know, I know my kids are still too young to go out with their friends, you know, and do stuff without me or whatever. But oh, that's what we did, you know, as teenagers is drop us off at the mall and you could spend hours at the mall. I always felt bad for mall security guards. I know. Because all every Friday and Saturday night, they'd have to deal with these these little punk turd kids, man. And, and I'm one of them. But it's, you'd walk around the mall. Back in the early 2000s, and all these all these punks with weren't weren't all black head to toe, and these these Jinko jeans that looked like parachutes, yes, and they had their st- <laughs> stupid spiky dog collars and black <laughs> lipsticks on, looking like idiots. I sound like a grumpy old man. I don't even care. You want to know? I sound like an old woman because you ready for this? I remember as a teen at the mall. I actually worked at the mall in a couple different places, and I would see the mall walkers, you know, cruising <laughs> through the mall and yeah. with their arms just a rocking. And now I'm like, gosh, it's so cold out. I would love for there to be a mall. I could go walk the mall. I would be a mall walker at this point in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the gym. <laughs> it's but, not the same. I know. I know. And they would have the weights on the ankles and the and the wrists, and they'd be getting yeah. it. Getting it. <laughs> getting it. I, you know, speaking of the mall, I worked at um, a pine factory store. Do you remember the pine factory? They sold bunk beds and like wooden, uh, well, obviously pine uh, desks and stuff like that. So like wooden furniture store. I've never yeah. heard of it, but I've, I'm okay. I, uh, I worked there when I was, I always laugh. I was like 16, 17 years old. And I don't know what this lady saw in me that hired me, but literally I sold furniture at that age and I got commission and I made a lot of money there. Like I sold a lot of furniture. I'm thinking who is buying furniture from a teenager who knows nothing? I would say uh, <laughs> creepy older guys who uh, like the thought of being sold wood from a 16 year old. Hey yo. I remember that there there were all these deals and all these, you know, financing options and stuff. And you know me, math, not a strong point. No. I mean, I'm lucky I can add a couple of numbers together. And I remember they would ask me all these financing questions. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of BS answers I was able to rattle off that made these people buy from me and get the, uh, get the financing option. I knew nothing. Nah, Jenny just wore the tight clothes and all the guys said, Jenny puts the fine in finance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Girl. yeah. I, the, the only other job I've had besides radio was working at a grocery store. And I worked my way up. Like I've been promoted everywhere I've been. So I have a full pat on the back to myself right. there. But I started, look, I worked at Schnooks Markets there in St. Louis, Missouri. Started as a bagger, you know, it, bagging it, groceries. Is that like a price chopper? Yeah. Hy-Vee? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's here. It's, it's Hy-Vee and Price Chopper. And there it's Schnooks and Deerberg's. Those are the two <laughs> grocery stores in St. Louis. And uh, yeah, I started bagging groceries. And then they did a... Uh, 
Then I got promoted to the Chef's Express. That's where the that's where you get the rotisserie chicken now. Oh, very good. That, that's what it was called. It's called. It used to be a separate department. Then they remodeled the store because, like now, most grocery stores, you know, the hot. The, the rotisserie chicken and then like the deli are one. Sure. And so that's what they did there. So they remodeled it and so they had to do a little rebranding and they were like, oh, do we have to fire somebody? But not actually got moved. I got, they were like, it's either you get fired or you get promoted, more pay, but you have to go work in seafood. Ah, I would I, never want to work in seafood. I, I feel like you go home and smell. I, I, I smelled like a whorehouse. I'm going to be honest with you. Ah! I smelled like a whorehouse. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> They said get fired or get promoted, make more pay, but do a job you don't want to do. And that is a tough decision. Wow. Yeah, I know, 17. Here, you know the worst part of it is, and, and don't. this is not a slant. If you're a union person, this is not a slander against unions. But the union is not for everybody. I, I was... As a, as a bagger, I had I was in the union because you had to be. Local 88. I remembered I was local 88. And wouldn't you know it, we went on strike while I worked there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And I'm, okay, guys, I'm making six bucks an hour bagging <laughs> groceries. I'm like, I, and they're like, okay, so here's the schedule for the picket lines. And I finally went up to somebody and I was like, I, I work, I work 20 hours a week, yeah. if that, as a bagger. I don't need to be on the picket lines. And they're like, well, you know, you should. But I'm like, I'm like, but, but should I? And it was finally kind of understood. I, I didn't realize you didn't, you didn't have to pick it. And so I was like, I'm just going to go focus on school. But my grades actually went up because I didn't have to work in mm-hmm. the afternoon. So that, and I just kind of used that as my excuse. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get better grades. But instead. no worky, no pay, right? So did well, you not but, get paid? The, no, because they would, I guess the union would pay picketers, but it was like, half of what you made so it was like three bucks an hour mm. no yeah like, I'm, I'm sorry like yeah fight the power but i'm not i'm not in a position as a, a part-time bagger doesn't yeah. need to be on a picket line you like, weren't really who that was for yeah yeah i can appreciate it but yeah that's not really wasn't yeah, I'll, for you. I'll stay out of the storage i remember i walked in the store on the first day of the strikes i didn't know what i didn't know what to do so i i accidentally broke the picket line again you i didn't know it was pure and the i, I saw the store the manager of the store and i walked in and i'm like hey pat what do I do? And she's like, oh my God, get out. Like, yeah. She's like, leave <laughs> well, now. Well, because she, but she understood that I didn't know what to do. I mean, it was, it was all innocent. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, yeah, you, you need to be, because uh, she, she told me whoever the name of the person was leading the charge outside. She's like, that's who you need to talk to. And uh, she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll see you. I, I appreciate you coming in and finding me. I'll, I'll see you when it's over, you know, but. And that but, was that. But, How long did it last? It gets the hell out. Uh, like a month or two. Oh, I don't know. really? Yeah, it was it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a strike, man. But like I just worked on schoolwork and everything. So I don't know what we deterred to union talk and whatever. But yeah. it was it was a wild time. But you know what's funny? I loved. I couldn't wait to have a job. I worked. I started working when I was fifteen at TCBY because they would accept you when you were fifteen. Yeah. And I loved working. I loved having a little bit of my own money. You know, I mean, I worked a couple you know afternoons a week or whatever, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I've always had a job, and. I know some younger people, I won't name names, but I know some younger people who absolutely are in high school, have no desire to go get a job. I think they think it would be the absolute worst thing in the world if they had to go, you know, put in some hours somewhere. And I'm just like, didn't you want to be a lifeguard or, you know, like, like say, work at the grocery store? That's ridiculous. Or, Parents need to say, food. get a job or get out. I well, mean, to be honest, that's where I'm going to be with my kids. And look, they've got a lot of, you know, I already see it now. There's a lot of schoolwork. There's a lot of sports and activities yeah. and stuff. But I had all that too. But I'm, I'm talking, you know, one Two days a week, something like that, couple hours, just for that. Yeah. It, 
I don't know. Do you it's know a mindset. It, yeah. You need to have a job. It, it, responsibility comes into play. I mean, even when you're like um, working, you know, schoolwork and all that and, and dedication to sports, you have responsibility there. But it's a responsibility of work because you're not begin, you're not going to be doing that your whole life. You're not going to be playing sports your whole life unless you do become a prof- professional athlete. A lot of money there. But, that but chance, good luck. Yeah, chances are you may or may not do that. So you just got to think, you know, have responsibility. And Oh, I was thinking about jobs and, and stores that are out, out of business and ages. I worked at Blockbuster when I was in high school. It was right across the street from the high school. And so I would be the one that got yelled at for late fees. Oh, really? I'm like, you were late on your movie coming back. And then they'd be like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I, I you know, I can't, you know, I, I couldn't get here. I couldn't drop off my, and at that point it was VHS. We were getting just into the DVD age. And they're like, uh, you know, oh, and I was sick and tired of rewinding videos. Yeah. Yeah, like all these rewinders on. I'd have to rewind it. You know, please. Be if, kind. Please rewind. be kind. Rewind. It was a serious thing. <laughs> There were actually fees if you didn't rewind. I forgot about yeah, that. I can't remember I'm that sick now. Tired of doing it. Yeah. I remember my mom in high school gave me the choice: either get a job or get heavily involved in activities. Lord forbid, for some reason, I tried to play football as a sophomore. Did in high you really? School. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It, yeah. Ex- that's. I love ex- you, but ooh. that's <laughs> and and that's about how it went. I was right. about 125 pounds in high school. That that ain't that ain't gonna cut it on the high school football team, uh, but I did. I finished. I wanted to quit, uh, but I didn't. I finished out the season. I played the whole season. And I was like, yeah, never again. Never again. And then I, uh, but then I went and got a job. But I, I'm, I'm, I understand teenagers who are very busy to the point where they can't, you know, to where they wouldn't maybe wouldn't even have time to get a job because if they do school activities plus homework, and I think that's how I'll be as a parent too. But see, I did all of that. Like, and and. I remember sometimes being pretty stressed out because I, I did have a lot on my plate and then I know like a project would be due or something, but then I would adjust my work schedule accordingly. And, you know, but I do think it's an important right. life skill. And I, I'm, I think what I'm most amazed at are that kids just don't have the desire where I wanted to go to work. Did you want to work? Cause I've always had that mindset. I like to work. Yeah, I, I was wanted ready. to work. One of the things I'm most proud of is that I never once asked my mom for gas money. Yeah. I always filled up my own car because I just take the money I made at the grocery store and all I had to do was get gas and then find somebody to buy me some beer. Sorry. And then that, was, that was all my money went to. <laughs> my dad had a quarter jar on the top of his dresser and I, for whatever reason my dad just had a ton of change and I do. I remember I would go in and get like three dollars and quarters and, and that mm-hmm. would fill my tank up just enough to get me for you know the week or whatever. But So I stole is what I'm saying. I was you a stole the, yeah. and gas prices were so cheap then. It was actually nice. You know? I think he knew. I think She'd get like three and a half gallons on that three dollars. Yeah, yeah. Hey. back in that day. And my get Dodge that, Colt. What? Uh, then I get my Dodge Neon across town. Mm. Whatever happened to the Dodge Neon and the Chevy Cavalier? Those Whatever are, happened to the Dodge Colt? <laughs> I have no idea what a Colt is. What, I mean, what did it look like? It looked like an Escort. Do you remember Escorts oh, from yeah, the eighties? Oh. Yeah, remember the uh, my mom had a red, a red Escort, and remember the. Uh, the seat belts that went from the door, they went along the door and they were like automatically like seat oh, buckles. Yes. You. And it was just like the ones across the chest. I it wasn't across. about that. And then I think sometimes you had an option to put the, the lace one belt. Those were <laughs> yeah. dangerous. What the hell were they thinking? I had a Honda Accord that had that feature. That's funny. I forgot about that. Man, this is all a blast from the past conversation. Rouge. The Cavalier, my friend had a Cavalier. And it was a souped-up one he bought, and it had rims on it, and these flames had the four handles and everything, and it had, like, nitrous oxide because I thought it was, quote, fast. And they took off the Cavalier um, nameplate. Good. And so it was parked where it shouldn't have been. So he got a ticket for a Chevy Nopi, which Nopi is like, uh, where, it's like where cars would meet and they'd have shows. And it was just like a plate nameplate he put on there. And I'm like, 
And so he went to court, and he was like, I don't have a Chevy Nope. I have a Chevy, a Chevy Cavalier. This isn't my car. They nope. just ripped the ticket up. They said, no, nope, <laughs> yeah. that's not your car. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. How about when people had the Toyota trucks, and it was, they would take it all away and said, yo. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> that was a Toy Story. They didn't have a Toy Story. The movie you ever seen. I never seen. saw the movie. I just know that I. there were like the, they called them yo boys in high school. Like yo the, boys. Huh, did I you ever call that. them yo boys? I've never heard that in my life. You take the, Like the, the wannabe rappers, you yeah, know? You, you we called the them t- yo boys. Oh, yeah. I called them something else. You take the T-O <laughs> off the front and then the T-A off the back. Yeah. You're just up with yo, yo. on your Toyota. The yo boys. I'm, love, I'm, I'm here for it. That's awesome. Yoda. I'm trying to think. I, 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 have, I have lost so many things in my cars and around my cars. Every time I trade in a car, I, I always leave. They say you always leave CDs in the car. I don't have CDs anymore. But back in the day, that's what you do. You leave CDs in your car. Could you imagine if there was a... Let's think about this. Let's say somebody one day handed you a box of stuff that you lost over the years what would be in that box? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I bought a North Face, not a coat, but just like you'd wear it on a fall day. A heavy uh, jacket? It, it, yeah, but I mean, it didn't even feel, I would say like it was like a glorified sweatshirt. Okay. You know what I mean? Anyway, it was a little pricey because it was North Face, but I really, really liked it. I eyed it up at the store for a while and I finally caved. I bought it. I was so excited. I wore it twice. To this day... I have absolutely no idea where it is. And here's the thing about me. I'm pretty OCD. I, I really do a lot of repetition. So I always know, like, I, I know where my rings are. I know where my keys are. I know, do you know what I mean? I always put things in the spot where they go. I'm not one just to leave a cart, you know, leave it in a cart at a store or like leave a coat, you know, in somebody else's car. I just don't do that kind of stuff. Not that I'm perfect by any means, but like, I just, I'm very OCD. I'm very ritualistic. Anyway, to this day, absolutely no idea where that coat is. And I'm to this day bummed about it because it was expensive and I loved it. And I only wore it twice. You think you had a friend maybe that liked it a lot and maybe stole it? Stole it. I did have a shady ex-best friend. Maybe she took it. Wow. <laughs> it's in her closet oh. still. She's wearing it. You know what I do is for nostalgic purposes that I knew where my Teddy Ruxpin was. Oh, it's Teddy Ruxpin. I, oh, I, had a, I had a Teddy Ruxpin in the late 80s. I was three, four years old. And I had a Teddy Ruxpin when my mom and I, my mom, we lived in Denver, Colorado for a couple years. And uh, yeah, I just, I always remembered the Teddy Ruxpin. You and, know, my and mom, I, I don't know what happened to it. It's just completely gone. My mom, for whatever reason, kept a lot of my, in that era of toys. So she sent me not too long ago. Do you remember Rainbow Bright? I mean, you probably didn't have one because it was a girl thing, but Rainbow Bright was a big 80s doll. I'm thinking toy. Light Bright, but that's not that's it. That's what I thought. No, Rainbow Bright, she's like a doll, you know, like a Teddy oh, Ruxpin-sized okay. doll, but um, she just had like a rainbow outfit on, this orange hair, whatever. Anyway, my mom, I had no idea she had even kept it, and she sent her to me. Do you think, did your mom keep any of your stuff? I have report cards. I have school. My, actually, so now that we moved into a house, my mom brought me a whole. She brought two boxes of stuff oh, yeah, that's I just been in the basement, she was do that. and like report cards, school projects about how much I love my mom. And I'm like, really, you didn't want to keep these? Thanks for nothing. Uh, got a little awkward when right around. Uh, she she also brought um, my my prom pictures. Oh yeah, which <laughs> yeah. I, I had I had not yet met Mrs. Keller, so she I'm like, oh here's your prom picture with that cute girl from high school, and I'm like. Okay. Thanks. Hey, hey. Appreciate it. Uh, We've been down that path too. (laughs) Oh boy, a little awkward. But uh, you know what? As weird as that is, I was. So my wife listens to this podcast, so she'll end up hearing this anyway. But but like, it is. 
it is kind of cool going down memory lane. Like, hey, I wish I wish them well. I wish all my exes oh, well. Gosh, it's, yes. it's cool going. I, I enjoy the the memories. It doesn't mean like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. No, I don't. But, but it is cool to go down memory lane. That's also <laughs> a sign of maturity. Because I mean, like the younger me would have been like, I don't want to see pictures of that hoe. Like, what you bring me that picture? Yeah. Ever. Uh, <laughs> but I remember now, her. Now it's more like you know we laugh at the fashion and the hair, and then you know I mean because look everybody has a history. It's why you're where you are today. So I got a great school picture right before I got braces on my golden retriever Max sitting right next to me and I'm wearing my my St. Louis Blues hockey sweater. I know, shocker, right? And I got this big old smile and you want to talk about three credit cards could fit through the gap between my two front teeth, <laughs> man. I had a gap. Michael Strahan, it wasn't Michael Strahan bad, but there was definitely a gap. Uh, box of stuff that you've lost. What would be in the box? Uh, for me, I don't know. It'd be I had a backpack full of action figurines. Like I don't know if you played with hey. and you were talking about playing a doll. Like it was like X Men and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all. And a lot of those, they'd probably have to still be in the box, are worth a Ooh. lot of money. You know, and I had a backpack full, and it is completely gone. I have no idea where it is. And I played until I couldn't play anymore with those things. You know, I'd be like, you know, I'd do the little, bam, you know, I'm doing all the and people, you know, I'd be playing with them all at. And this poof gone. I don't know. And then a say no to drugs trucker hat. Oh, there you go. I'm so mad. <laughs> I bet you can find that on eBay. That'd yeah, be a but fun I thing got. And this, we were talking about this on, on uh, what, what you know, what, what did you do back in the day that was cool to you, and then everybody else started doing it. And now you don't like it because it's cool. To everybody you said right. thrift stores. Well, I got it at Goodwill. I used to shop at Goodwill in high school, and it'd be so fun. And I had the say no to truckers blue mesh trucker hat. Perfect. Look brand new. Got it from there. I think Sony probably stole it or something. I don't know, but Can't it's gone. And I it. wish I had that back. You know, I oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, I up in if you're in Kansas City listening to this in Liberty, there is a toy store that actually I just discovered it the other week. It's old, you know, uh, nostalgic toys and stuff. And I walked in. I didn't buy anything, but man, it was a trip down memory lane. I mean, there were like um, GI Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember all the toys my brother had. You know, and they had a ton of that kind of stuff. They had just like. Oh, I don't know. It's worth going and checking out if you just like to look at that. A lot of old Pac-Man stuff and it's like exactly cool. what I'm talking about. Like the yeah. GI Joes that were connected. Mm-hmm. To the those, are the, those are the easy toys to remember. The GI Joes and the Pac-Man. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you, man. My my jam growing up wasn't the Ninja Turtles. It wasn't the Transformers. It wasn't none of that. It was the Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day. And I had the first toy, the first Megazord, right? So there were five Power Rangers, and they would each summon their robot dinosaurs. And then what they would do is they would be Megazord time. Jenny's looking at me like, what the hell are you? T-? And I don't even care. It's fine. But each, each, each Power Rangers dinosaur, they would all combine together to become one different part of the body, and they'd form up to form... Dun, 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 Megazord thing and a big old sword and everything, man. It was awesome. And I had the toy, and the toy would break down into the five parts. So I'd sit there all day, you know, taking it apart and putting it back together. Like it's, you know, Megazord time and, and putting them together and raising them up and then getting the sword. I would love to go to the store. If that store had the Megazord, the OG Megazord from Power Rangers, they might. Hey, you I, should go see. I can't promise I wouldn't scoop that up. You know what's really um, depressing, though? So I always think, like, Barbies were my jam growing up. I loved everything Barbie. Every Christmas was a Barbie Christmas. And so I just assumed I have a daughter. Oh, my gosh, she'll love Barbies because I love Barbies. She could not loathe Barbies more. Like, that is wow. just not her thing. She's just more, she's a tomboy. She's an athletic girl. You know what I mean? She's just not into any of that stuff. And it was so disappointing because I was so looking forward to, like, oh, my gosh, we get to get the Barbie dream house. Like, I, we... <laughs> I got to relive my childhood, but she wasn't into it. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Speaking yeah. of prom, I, that brought, you know, when you talk about prom and that picture, 
I don't want to see a picture of my prom. My date left me. <laughs> she was dating an older guy. What? And we somehow got hooked up to go to prom. Mid-prom, she goes, hey, I'm going to go ahead and leave. And I'm Damn. like, oh, that's so sad. Oh, that's like, excuse me? Like, where are you going? You know, one of the ideas we had for this show, um, when we could do stuff because we didn't have a pandemic, it was like a second chance prom. You yeah. know, I would love to do that because like, you need a, you need a second chance. Need redemption. That didn't work out. I, Although, Tater, you have to decide between all those women which one you'd bring to the prom. That we're talking now? Yeah. yeah. Oh. You've got all these women in your life now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't keep track of them all. All the honeys. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. you got to laugh. you got to laugh with that. You know what? That's funny that you bring that up because that reminded me. I actually, so I, I had a high school sweetheart. I dated her for like two years in high school, which is an eternity in high school. Yeah, it is. And we broke up three weeks before my senior prom. Oh. I caught her in a lie. And it wasn't even like a cheating lie or anything. It was just a little lie. And, and that was kind of an issue with us is I would just catch her in a little lie after a little lie. And I said, dude, stop lying. Mm. And probably she was real good at it. And it got to the point where I was like, I hate to say it, but I don't trust you anymore. So I had to break up with her. I ended up going with a, with a, a girl I had known since elementary school. Like we never were like super close, but I always knew who she was. I'd know her in the hallway. We ended up going, we ended up having a great time, but it was kind of, she had a real pretty dress picked out and everything, but then, but like, I had to call it. I was like, you, you lie too much. Like, you gotta go. You know my opinion about prom though, honestly, looking back, you can only say this, you know, in hindsight, but you know, I think I spent so much time in high school being like, I have to have a boyfriend and I need a boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. I wish I hadn't done that. Like, honestly, I think prom would have been a blast to go with just a group of girls or just a group of friends, you know, right. guys, girls, whatever. Just go. Let's just go. Let's just have fun. Let's dance. Like, why does it have to be? Because there's a lot of pressure, you know, with that prom date. And especially if it's somebody that you don't really know that well and they've asked you, you're just a little, you're uncomfortable anyway because you're wearing this like fancy dress and whatever, you know. No, I don't. I don't understand that. I just think it would be a lot. It would have been a lot more fun. And I'm going to encourage my kids just like. Enjoy your friends. Like, just go well, have fun as a group. Or if they do have a, you know, if they have a long-term boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. or whatever, great. Then go have well, a great sure. time. But, but just, but go as a group too. Like, just enjoy. I don't know. Did you do that? I wasted a lot of time, like thinking that I needed a man. I was I very jealous in the high school hallways of the couples. I always wanted a girlfriend in high school because I was jealous of the people in high school who did have somebody. You give, a, you see them making out in the hall I or whatever. And I'm just like, loathed that. And there was, I had a boyfriend who wanted to do that, and I was like, uh, no, not in the hall. Nah, no, prude. <laughs> yeah, I was a prude. But, but then the, the the long-term girlfriend I ended up having went to a different high school, of course. But that's okay because I just I knew I. Had I'd always drive every day after work, go pick her up. She and she Catholic high school. She had the outfit. Yeah, buddy. Oh, look at you. Those are the freaks. <laughs> Those are the freaks. He's not lying. Those are the freaks. Excellent. So, as, as, I'm, as I'm considering a Catholic high school for my children. We had. We, no, I'm not Excellent. kidding. Like, but it's just because you know what it is. You, it's, it's 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 not that. It's the strict parenting. Yeah, uh, okay. the strict parenting. It's, it's the laws more or less set in place. You know, the rules that you have to abide by. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to wear the. And I get now back in back in my day and all of our days, back we didn't. Day. Yeah, back in my day, we didn't have to wear <laughs> uniforms. You know, you wear whatever you want unless it was uh, laying the smackdown, which is like a drug reference or whatever that shirt you wore. That was a wild you wore, story, Mike. You know, it's like you can wear whatever you want, but now you have to. The more rules and and. And you know this probably as a parent, the more rules that you put in place, it seems like the kids are just willing to be a little bit more risque and dangerous because they want to break those because they're in place. I have learned this, 
and look, I mean, you have to like use your brain and common sense on this. But like I told you, my son loves cuss words. Like he loves it. <laughs> but the fact that I, this is, and don't, and listen, this is my parenting. You you do you. This is what I do. If you had a problem with this, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> you yeah. really shouldn't be here. Hit pause. Um, no, I, le- I let him cuss. Like just, it's him and I. It's like, and usually it's, it's in the car after I pick him up from school. <laughs> and I'm always like, so what was for lunch today? And he's like, in fettuccine. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that is he, beautiful. Look, he is just about to turn eight, and I know there are some people jaws to the floor right now. Like, are you kidding me right now? But listen, here's the deal. I let him get it out with me, and then it's done. He has no. He. I've never heard him use that language anywhere else. It's almost like I've taken away the mystery for him, and he knows that like it's a safe place to do it, and then it's done. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, and you know, he's going to remember that. You're the cool mom. I am the cool mom. Because you like, you know, guess what I'm doing? I'm dropping F-bombs <laughs> in the car with, with my mom. That or he's going to like tell, he's going to like try to parent that way and his wife will be like, what? <laughs> no, no I, I can't wait till they're a little older. And so you're in the, like, let's say you're driving all the teenagers to the mall, right? <laughs> right. And he's in, and then Miles is, you know, 13 years old and he just starts dropping bombs in front of his friends. And, but you're driving and, he, and his friend's like, oh, God, you say you what? And he's like, oh, guys, cool. Mom says you can say it. And before you know it, you've got an SUV full of 12-year-old boys dropping F-bombs out oh the window. Oh, my gosh. That's, I could, like, literally see that scenario <laughs> happening. No, but I do. I think it's like it's you have to give them a little bit or they're, like you said, I mean, I think parents who are just extremely strict, just everything to the letter, like... I don't know. I think you're asking for trouble. That's just my opinion. That's where the freaks come from. Yeah. yeah that's know. what I'm saying is like if there's more rules and all that set in place and you're growing up, you you want to break the rules and then you continue that throughout the rest of your life and then it becomes breaking laws and then you're, you know, slinging rock out of your car. Okay. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think that's a turn there. That I don't know if it goes go that, that far. far. Yeah, I think so. I, I, remember it was, <laughs> I, I remember driving after school to go pick up the girlfriend from her school. And I remember that was like a long drive. That was like... Get this, like a five mile drive. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> right. Isn't it crazy how the world shrinks the older you get? Yep. Like we're thinking about it now this year. We've got Christmas time coming up. And for the fourth year in a row, we will be doing, if you hear me on the radio talk about this every year, our annual thousand mile Keller Christmas jersey. And you're going to do jersey? it. Jersey? Journey. We, uh, I went right with you on it. I was like, yes, thank the jersey. You. Yes. We went from, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drive from Kansas City. All the way up to Chicago, and not just Chicago, the northwest suburbs of Chicago, damn near the Wisconsin border, which is actually further away than the city of Chicago. It's a good eight and a half hour haul. Uh, and then from there, we'll drop down to St. Louis for a day or two, and then back to Kansas City. It's like a 1,000, I Google mapped it as a 1,014 mile journey. Now, Golly. this is just the mom in me. I'm only concerned because that's a lot of traveling and like a lot of people. Are you good? I mean, it's Rona time. Like, you good with it? I actually think, and and I'm going to look like such a douchebag, but it's it's okay. But I think obviously uh, when we go to these other, like when we have to fill up a gas or whatever, uh, obviously I'm going to mask up even outside, which I don't normally do, right. but I'm going to mask up outside. And I do think I'm going to bring some disposable gloves. I would. And I'm going to put on, I'm going to put on some disposable gloves just to touch the, the gas pump and then pump the gas, put it, put the gas tank or put the pump back on and then take the gloves off and throw them away. Yeah. I mean, not to be like crazy neurotic, but I think yeah. I would. Yeah. And we'll have some Germex in the car too. And I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be, yes, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it. We, we were talking about when we had the family, some family down, don't worry, like a few people from Chicago for Thanksgiving, uh, they actually chose to drive over fly. Oh, it'll be more sanitary to drive. And I'm like, uh, I think I trust airports and airplanes more than I trust um, the the Shell station in Osceola, Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 
I don't know. Do you know how many people go through air, airports? I but mean, but they're always sanitizing it is what I'm saying. Whereas how often, how clean are they really at the Shell station in BF, Iowa? You I know mean, what I'm here's, I, I constantly am back and forth. I feel like I could easily pick up the Rona in the bathroom here at work. You know, or I could get, I'm serious, or I could get on, you know, an airplane and go see my family in Maryland and I could get it that way. I mean, I go through days like that where I'm like, well, it's it's out there. You know, you could get it anywhere. So why are we going to restrict ourselves so much? But then I went, I was looking at airfare because I was like, you know, I could pop up, surprise my family for a couple days. I really miss my family. I haven't seen them in a year. And I was, you know, I was looking, flights are super cheap. And then I got all freaked out. And I'm like, it's not so much me. I feel like I'll be okay if I get it. I don't want it, but I feel like I would be, I'm healthy and young enough. I would mm-hmm. feel awful if I went to like, hey, I'm going to surprise my family. And then I gave it to my mom or dad. You know what I mean? I sure. just, that's where the constant back and forth struggle is in my head. But then I'm panicked because I'm thinking my parents aren't getting any younger. What am I going to wait another year before I see them? So I ha- won't see them for two years. That's insane. It's it's a tough I, call. I it's, it's a tough call to make. I will say this. If you, now, Jenny, I don't think this will work for you because you have two young kids at home who I think st- are still all about the joy of Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. We're, Be, we're not going anywhere on Christmas morning. Being, <laughs> being childless, if you are childless and listening to this podcast, I'm telling you right now, Christmas Day is a great travel day. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, right, we looked for round trip to Chicago and back. If we left Christmas morning at 1130, 117 bucks. Oh, wow. Round trip per person. Really? That's insane. It's like, it's so cheap to yeah, fly. it's so cheap. Uh, and Whoa. so we were kind of looking at like maybe, the, and Christmas is on a Friday this year, and we're going to do like a... Uh, Leave Friday morning and come back Tuesday. But then Katie brought up the fact that, you know, the the at her folks' house, Christmas Eve day and night is kind of the big get-together. The big meal is Christmas Eve night, and we can't miss that. And she's right. Um, yeah, so if you're going to go, but, but, you want to get there early. But. So just some travel advice for you, if you are thinking about that, is uh, Christmas day if you can get a christmas morning flight oh my god that plane will be that airport and that plane will be empty oh, i yeah, guarantee for it sure. 100% empty just food for thought i don't know it's just it's tough you know my mother-in-law was saying last night she's like you know i, I was thinking about just having a few family members over for christmas eve and do it cuz we always do it kind of a party at her house or whatever but i'm kind of tallying it up in my head and i'm like mm, with everybody all said it would be like 15 people and again i'm just i get weird about it I have days where I'm like, oh, it's fine. And then I have days like that where I'm like, and I looked at her. I was like, I don't, honestly, I don't think we would come. And that's terrible because I would want to come, but. I'm actually, you know what? I'm excited to see my mom on Christmas because as we're recording this podcast on December 9th, my mom is on the tail end of the Rona. Yeah. She got it. She got it. And it's been almost two weeks ago that she got it. And, uh, she's but I'm doing great. But, I'm oh, proud she's of her. Fine. She yeah. had, she had she's... And I'm telling you, she had the exact same symptoms that I had back in February after the Super Bowl when all of Kansas City got it, by the way. Remember when a million and a half get people gathered in 30 degree weather downtown uh, a month before the world shut down because of coronavirus? Yeah. Kansas City is so ahead of the game on the Rona. I'm not even worried. <laughs> Good I'm, for us. I, we really are. Like everybody got it after the Super Bowl. Everybody got it. Okay, my not kids, everybody. My, my husband, me, we all had it. I it, know we had it. I know it went through this studio. I know yep. it went through this team. I know we all had it then. Remember us hacking off the air? Oh my God, it was you, disgusting. You two both did, but this is me. I never get sick. I don't get the flu. I don't get anything. I don't know what it is. You could have been asymptomatic. But I think I was asymptomatic. That's why I'm not been worried about it as much as maybe other people. And you know, because you two were sick. Oh and we're God, talking we were like testing our guts up, testing negative for the flu, correct? 
Yes. Oh, so. my, God. my best, my favorite part is we took my wife, who was just down for the count for a solid week, and I mean bedridden for a week. Yeah, she was sicker than both of us. But she, uh, but to the point we took her to urgent care, they got, they gave us Tamiflu. You know what that is? That is like prescription strength flu medicine. You can only get it if it's prescribed by a doctor, and it take it kicks the flu's ass out of here. It's not even close. When you get that Tamiflu in you, you're better in a day. That stuff is a miracle, and it didn't do anything for her. Yeah. And and. But like, you can't tell me. You can't tell me we didn't have it then. But I, I say that I, to say this. You. So mom has it now, and she's on the tail end of it. She'll be fine. So I'm actually really excited and really comfortable about going to see her on Christmas Day. Because I'm telling you right now, we're both going to have the antibodies, and it's awesome. I want to get the antibody test. I don't, they, I don't know if it's still the case, but if you donate to the American Red Cross, you can... Uh, you can you, they say they test your blood now for the, the antibody if you donate to the American Red Cross. I'm going to do that. We, we, we've team, talked about it. Field trip. <laughs> yeah, let's all three we do it. We should do yeah, it, I think seriously. We should. I mean, because I think we're all three going to be like, yeah, we thought so. And, and it's gonna, probably going to prove it. I mean, But then I do know, too, that that antibody test isn't always 100% because I feel like I have, well, doctor, I have doctor friends. I feel like I always bring up my doctor friends. I mean, it's, funny <laughs> you say that. it's funny you say that because in the NFL, they're testing just like every other sports are doing and they're not in the bubble. So that's a little bit different than maybe like the NBA where they didn't have a lot of problems. They're doing false. They're getting false negatives left and right, and it's happening on multiple players, and that's a big dime deal because we're having Tuesday night games because of you this say that nonsense. like it's a bad thing. No, it's. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's, it's just so odd. You know, we're not right. used to Tuesday night games, and it's because of the fact that we're getting all these false positives. Then I got to test them again and again and again, and it's just like. So I would assume the antibody test is not 100% for sure, just like anything else. Yeah, with I don't the think COVID any testing. of this COVID hey, tests 100%. Nothing in life is 100%. On it. You know, you just live your life anyway. That was deep and beautiful. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Morning After podcast. Thank you for listening to us every week on Q104 in Kansas City. We will talk to you next week for our last podcast of the year.